That's, that's it there. Yeah, that's it there. God bless everyone this morning. This is a good thing. Yeah, and people have, have done really good with uh, Safe Haven. And uh, what they've done is uh, uh, the uh, high V is where we're getting the stuff. If there's one person in a room, they give a box of one person. If there's a mother and three or four children, they got it all broke down. Sister, Anna's, uh, Sister Atlanta's worked with them, and they know who's in each room, and they give uh, boxes of food according to those people. And uh, 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 that is good. And then there are four single women that'll be eating alone uh, in that group, which, which is a sad thing, but they will be eating. And we want to thank you all for working so hard. I want to read something to you that uh, uh, it's a shame. As of October the 13th, 2020, the study by some group uh, in the United States, 65% of American churches have seen a decrease in uh, contributors during the pandemic. One in five churches, one in five churches may be forced to close their door in the next 18 months. One in five churches. I come here this morning to tell you that you all at Christ Temple North are blessed. Amen. And you're blessed the church. Our people are coming and doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I'm so proud of you all for doing that. Amen. I'm proud of you doing that. And I want to talk today about uh, being, see, uh, uh, being a cheerful giver. And uh, uh, being a cheerful giver is a, is, a, is a special thing that we've never taken an offering up in this church. And the reason we don't take an offering in this church, you'll see, because I believe in scripture. And so, but we have some tremendous people in here that are cheerful givers. And not only giving finances, these, they've got people coming to do maintenance work, to do grass, do bushes, do all kinds of stuff in here, clean bathrooms to do that. We, I mean, it's amazing of what we have here. And we, we don't want to lose that. We want to keep that. We want to be those people. And I think I'll just do, do Ecclesiastes. Is that where you want to start at, okay. please? Yep, Ecclesiastes this 11, verse 1 and 2 from the message. So we are told, be generous, invest in acts of charity. And so the Bible tells us to be generous in acts of charity. Uh, there's one of the things that uh, I've looked in, in uh, around in my closet. I have a, a bunch of coats, and uh, every year different groups have those coats where they want you to bring coats. Now, I don't believe in putting them in some of those boxes. You've seen that clothes, and somebody goes in there and throws them out. But uh, I, I thought about it this way, and I want you all to think about it this way. What is used to you is new to somebody else. You see? And so when you got stuff in your closet, everything, you may not have the money to give, but look in your closet and you see something that you're not going to wear. That's new to, new to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You see? Keep going. And charity yields high returns. And charity gives high returns. And we're going to talk about that in the message. Mm -hmm. Don't hoard your goods. Spread them around. Don't, don't, don't hoard stuff. Don't be a hoarder. Spread your goods around. You see, when you have more than you need, that means that God has blessed you to give something to somebody else. Mm -hmm. All right? right? 
And that's what it says. Be a blessing to others. We're supposed to be a blessing to others. This could be our last night. Be a blessing to others. See, what you all don't know, Christ Temple North, is uh, on Thanksgiving. Oh, we said Easter. On Thanksgiving morning, somebody's going to wake up with a smile on their face with a meal that you provided for them. That's unbelievable. Just because of your generosity, somebody's going to wake up with a smile on their face. You see? And some woman is going to be proud of you or where she got it. She don't know where she got it from. That her kids will have Thanksgiving dinner even though they're not in their home. Because of your generosity. This is what this thing's about. Your gener now, generosity and, and pain, and not, I shouldn't say pain, but giving your tithes is not generosity. That's the law of God. But God is be grateful for doing that. I mean, this church is going to do fine. It's going to make it through this because of your generosity. Right? right? In so many churches, people are going to lose their churches because of the people in the church. Now, a lot of people in churches have lost jobs. But it, from what I hear in here, nobody's told me that somebody's lost a job. But there are people here that's getting raises, getting new jobs, buying houses. And so it is because God is blessing you through your generosity. And so we're going to talk about that uh, uh, this morning because I'm excited about, I'm excited about you all. I'm excited about what you all have learned in this church. And a lot of people, time visitors coming in, they say, oh, they didn't take up an offering. Well, we don't need to take up an offering. You're supposed to give an offering. We've taken up an offering, that's not giving an offering. And I've been, I have, we've done that through all this ministry. All right, and you'll see in this message that why it works. All right, here we go. We're going to start off with 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6 through 15 from the Passion. Right. Here's my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest. So if you're a stingy sower, you ain't going to get much from your harvest. That's the scripture talking. All right? That's right. But the one who sows from a generous spirit. And it says from a generous spirit, he will reap abundance harvest. A generous spirit. When you give through a generous spirit, you're going to reap a great harvest. According to the scriptures. Nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with Christ up or The Bible says when you give through a generous spirit, you're going to reap an abundance harvest. That's what it says here. All right, keep going. I get excited about it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I don't count money in the church and don't deal with money in the church, but I pick up the mails and do all this stuff and pray over every one of those things. And I get excited about what you all are doing to keep this ministry going. I'm excited about what you all are doing to keep those, those people are going to have great meals because of you all. That's incredible. You see? All right. And the Amplified puts it this way. Now remember this. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And the Bible tells us, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. Mm -hmm. Well, I want all the blessings and the abundance that God has for me. That's right. You see? And guess what? Not this. this he, doesn't, he doesn't look at what I'm doing here as giving. No, it's what I do when I'm not on this pulpit. Okay. And he who sows generously, that blessings may come to others. And, and so we who sow, uh, yes, generously, blessings come to others. See? You don't know who you're blessing. You don't know those people. But they're going to be blessed because of you. 
All right? And that you will also reap generously and be blessed. And you're going to be blessed through it. On Thanksgiving Day, I'll just use that. On Thanksgiving Day, some of you ought to smile, not because of what you got in front of your table, because what you've done to help somebody else have something on their table. Amen, Amen to that. Right. You see, somebody has a blessing. What are you smiling about? Somebody's getting the blessing today. And say, you just don't, I don't need to talk about it, but I'm smiling because somebody's getting a blessing yeah, a day. That's right. That's right. You see? All right. In verse 7, let giving flow from your heart. And let it come from your heart. Let that giving come from your heart. Not from a sense of religious duties, it says. Not as, this ain't your religious duty. This is coming from your heart. Amen to that. You see, it may, when something comes from your heart, it makes you feel good about it. You see, when, when she was singing that song, Job said, you know, uh, I'm going to keep waiting. So, well, hey, you're that person that's going to bless the Jobs, the people who are going through something. You are that blessing. You see, it's going to be right on time because somebody blessed, somebody from Christ's temple, no, bless somebody. You see? Because this is the first time that some of those women, this is women in these places, and kids have been in a situation and circumstance that they're in, they didn't know what they were going to do, and then they show up right on time from what some of you all have done in this church. That's right. Amen. All right? And, and when this, I call it plague, when this thing plague is over, these doors will be open and we'll be back in here hugging and shaking hands because what people are doing right now. See, this is a good time for you to test your faith. This is a good time to test your faith. Well, I'm not going to church. I don't need, no, no, no. No, no, God wants his portion whether you're in the church or not. You see, you want your blessing? Bless him. Some people say, well, I, they can't, well, I told someone one time, they said, I don't know if I can do 10. I said, well, start at two. I want to just give something. That's right. All right. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving. You say, let it spring up freely from the joy of giving. Mm -hmm. Giving, it ought to be a, a joy of giving. Christ Temple North is doing good. People helped. They didn't know it. But people were helped putting all these cameras in here and uh, streamlining in here. What's we doing now? That's what it's called. Doing it. They don't come in and do that free. Right. This, Huh? Right. All these instruments in here didn't come free. Somebody was giving. That's right. Look at us. You're able to look at us on your computer, on your phones, on your TVs. Those that's got the modern TVs because somebody is keeping this going. Yes. All right. And all this joy of giving because God loves hilarious generosity. God loves hilarious. I said hilarious. I like that. Hilarious means ridiculous giving. So that means giving more. Use the wrong word. Let's do it with generosity. I think we're ready for that. Generosity is the quality of being kind and generous toward others. And that's what we're doing. People we don't know. Being generous and kind towards others. They don't even know. They don't know it's coming from Christ Temple North. They don't know who Pastor Fields is. They don't know anybody in this congregation. But we have joy because what they're going to receive it's going to make their life a little bit better, Amen. even if it's just for one day. That's right. All right? The fact of being plentiful or large. Yes. 
the virtue of being liberal in giving. Yes. And lastly, showing a readiness to give more of something as money or time than what is strictly necessary or expected. And it's, 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 it's giving more than, than, than just money. It can be time. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. It can be working in the building. Cleaning the building. Pastor Fields is going to ask for some of the people to come in. Brother Isaac was talking about we need to do some dusting and get up on the pews and, and do all of this stuff. We're going to be asking some people to help do this, get every room, because you're not, if you don't came in the building, it gets a stale smell. We don't want that. Well, that's generally, come in here. Family can say, hey, we can go together and, this, and, and do this room and do that room because we still got to stay our distance. But we need to do things. God will bless you. God took the church. It's not simply a building. The building here is a place that God has anointed, yes, and dedicated to serve and worship him in. Yeah. You see, I, I don't want to call names, but some of these people have worked tirelessly. I mean, the grass just don't just quit growing. Somebody's cutting it out there and doing something, keeping it nice. And we're grateful for that. And I told those folks, we're not going to look raggedy. And then we don't look raggedy. You see? Because of the people here. We get those calls and I go in and push the button or I'll answer the phone when I'm down here and somebody said, well, we just want to check, who do you have for your cleaning service? <laughs> and I tell them, uh, church members. <laughs> you see, now I'm not cutting other churches. Let me tell you, they got these folks to call themselves deacon. Deacon means to serve. And the Bible says, not me, the Bible says that when they were preaching and stuff, the preachers was all doing everything they could do and they were teaching, they said they didn't have time to clean the tables. That's in the book. And so they picked some men to go do that. Now you go ask some of these deacons in some of these churches to take care of it. The deaconess may, but not the deacons. But in this church, the deacons do it. Because that's scripture. Yeah. All right. And we love that. I don't know where I'm at. Just, just go Verse and I'll go with you. Seven from the voice. Giving grows out of the heart. So giving grows out of the heart. Mm -hmm. It comes out of the heart. Give out of your heart. That's right. Okay. Otherwise, you've reluctantly grumbled yes because you felt you had to or because you couldn't say no. And see, we're, we're none of that. That's why we don't take up offering here. We don't, want no, we don't want no bad vibes on the money. Right. Keep your money. Right. Little bad vibes on your money. That's right. You see, we want people who gladly say they gladly want to support the uh, first of all get their blessing from God, and second, to support the ministries in the church and support their church so that the church functions and runs, whether you're in here or not. That's right. All right. But this isn't the way God wants it. All right. For we know that God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. I, I used to one of the things that I used to. What, I'd always be the usher in the mornings. I enjoy that. And Roderick and Trina and, and the family would come in and when they, they would take their tithes and they would all put their, their kids and they put their hands on it and they would pray and drop it in. He was teaching his children about giving. Amen. And the message puts it this way. I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over. Well... And make up your own mind what you will give. Say, make up your own mind what you give. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to tell you what you should give. You make up your own mind you feel what you should give. Mm -hmm. You see, somebody might just say, we have some people and they don't want to be, that just give money to this church and, and to some of the ministries in this church. Well, they made up their own mind to do that. We didn't ask them to do that. They made their own mind. That's a cheerful giver. Mm 
That's a cheerful giver. Say, Pastor, one of the ladies came and came by the house because uh, one, we'd asked for stuff. She came by, and I was uh, downstairs working out, but later I got the phone, phone call. It's a cheerful giver. Say, what do you need? Do what you need to do with this. That's a cheerful giver. You see? God has some people here too for that. Can't sing. Can't teach or preach. But God has put me in a position to give. I'm going to be a giver. All right? Whether it be finance, whether it be time, whether it be just muscle. Yeah. That's right. So again, making up your own mind, that will protect you against sob stories and arm twisting. See, we, see, we don't need no sad stories in here and arm twisting. Because you all are cheerful givers. Churches are having to beg people to give. How can that be? That Christian people, Brother Isaac, have to be begged to give. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. We got to twist Christian people? Twist their arms to give? That has nothing to do with the church. That's all about Jesus. That's all about the gospel. You see? I tell you all something. If you give me something, I'm going to thank you for it. And uh, that's a blessing for me. The only thing you get back is a thank you. You give to God, he going to bless you. And you're going to prosper us. You see? And I'm not going to be one of these preachers up here begging and twisting people's arms to get to the church. I don't understand that. We don't want no angry money. We don't, we don't want none of that. Keep going. God loves it when the giver delights in giving. Mm-hmm. That's right. God loves that. Mm-hmm. And like I told you, it's not only the church and giving. Some of you ought to take your kids and look at your kids and say, hey, you got some clothes and you got some shoes that we need to give to somebody else. And use what pastor uses because what you're old is somebody's new. Teach them how to do that, to be givers, give time. I remember years ago when I was grew, grew up and we lived, there was an old lady across the street. I can't think of her name now because that's been years ago. And Sylvester, my stepfather, my father, he would tell us, uh, and someone said, Chet, they call me Chet, get, some of y'all get over there and get them leaves for that woman. That was old school, you see? You see, same life. Some of the older people, we'd get together, shovel snow. And the only, sometimes they'd give us a little something. If they didn't, we got a great thank you. But he taught us that. He taught me that. All right, do something for somebody. I don't know, but it was on a, there's this program they have, and I don't know what city it was, and I was watching on the news, where they got these people now that call, you, you can call people up and just chat with them because they're people who don't have anybody to talk to. Man, that's great. That's great. Just giving time. All right? In verse 8, yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. God is ready right now. He's ready to, to just fill your life with grace. Wait a minute. Here's the, here's the good part. So that you will have more than enough of everything. So he, he's giving you more than enough of everything to give somebody. Not to hoard it. He wants you to give. He's giving you a lot to give to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is true. 
this is really true. The spirit, my spirit told me, I'm telling you, give all of your short sleeve shirts away. I'm and I told Gwyneth, I said, give all of your short sleeve shirts away. And you know, so guess what I want to do? Give all of my short sleeve shirts away. Because I got plenty. So I'm giving it away. I'm going down, downstairs and, and, and check the boots. And you, you know that's, a, that's something for me now. I'm going downstairs and check the boots. Tight, give them away. That's somebody's new. That's somebody's new. So Johnny, you have all of this. Oh, is this all for me? He says, no, this is enough for you so that you have enough for you and enough for somebody else. Right. All right? Again, more than enough of everything in every moment and in every way. He will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing you do. He'll give, he's gonna, he'll fill your cabinets with more than you need. Not for you. It's for somebody else. You see? Yes. In verse 9, just as the scriptures say about the one who trusts in him, because he has sown extravagantly and given to the poor. So, so this is a person that, that, that is leaving by the scripture, and because they've got a lot, they're giving to the poor. Mm -hmm. In my closet downstairs, there's two piles of clothes that Sister Gwen has put down there, and she called this inner city group. Uh, that helps women find, go out and, you know, and get, get work to get jobs. And they said, we're not taking it now because of the, but they're waiting down there. And she's going to be able to bless these women, and you know how she dresses, she's going to be able to bless these women with a new. It's down on 31st Street or someplace, I think it is down there where they help these people. Give somebody something. God has given you all this, not for you, but for you to share with others. That's right. All right? We want to be a giving church. All right? And that kindness and generous deeds will never be forgotten. And guess what? Those kindness and those deeds will never be forgotten. They don't know who gave it to them. But guess what? When one of those women get a job, they're going to say, you know, I can dress nice now because somebody gave to me. And guess what? Guess what? Y'all looking at me? That young lady's going to be successful and she's going to remember that somebody gave to her and she will give to somebody. That's right. Our young men, we closed it. They'll be getting from me. All right? This generous God who supplies abundant seed for the farmer, which becomes bread for our meals, mm -hmm. is even more extravagant toward you. He gives more towards us. You see? I'm excited about, because uh, I'm going to have fun today, I'm excited about uh, the people that we're that are eating and we're giving meals and they'll have turkey. Thing. I'm really excited, y'all. This is going to be a great Thanksgiving. We're not doing the family thing because that ain't happening. So the only person that's coming over is Isaac, and we're gonna, and this is one, hey, I'm, Sister Kim, you don't know how excited I am. The meal, we're gonna eat breakfast. Wait a minute. 
I'm going to eat eggs, eggs, excuse me, and bacon. Because <laughs> I don't eat bacon. I, that's going to be my gift. Eggs and bacon? Come on. And fruit, bacon? I'm going to be, Thanksgiving Day, everybody's going to be looking at turkey and gravy, sweet potatoes, and pastors going to be, yeah, look at this bacon. <laughs> I'm going to eat bacon. I'm going to be just as happy with eating bacon, and then after I get through the bacon, they'll be dealing with the Christmas tree and football. That is that's living high on the hog, right? I'm telling you. Your eggs and bacon and blueberry, um, what do you call those things, biscuits, whatever it is, and I will have a ball. Because my breakfast, my regular breakfast is, I'll do some eggs and fruit and nuts, right? That's what I, that's what y'all's pastor because he eats healthy. So, but now, but I'm chilling, I'm gonna be pigging out on the pig. I'm gonna eat me some bacon. That's a blessing. It's a blessing. God has put me in a position that bacon is special. That's right. Some of you get what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. So first, he supplies every need plus more. He does what? Supplies every need and then more. He, he gives you everything. A cheerful giver gets everything he, they need and then more. Mm-hmm. That's right. When he multiplies the seeds of your sowing, it so that it will harvest your generously in your growth, with growth. Mm-hmm. Whatever you put down is going to grow. That's right. This is the scripture talking. This ain't me talking. Mm-hmm. Why would you, as a pastor, have to get in the pulpit and beg people to give if they can read this mm-hmm. and what God's going to do for them? Shouldn't have to ask anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. It's him talking. It ain't me talking. All right. And in verse 11, you will be abundantly enriched in every way as you give generously on every occasion. On every occasion. Mm-hmm. Find something to do to give to somebody. And this is what happens. You ought to put money in for the um, uh, Thanksgiving. When they have more than they need, what we do, some of you don't know this, we've been doing it for years, over 20 years, we send Valentine's candy, Valentine's card, for the women in safe haven. Every Valentine's Day. We've been doing this for 20 years. I don't need to tell y'all that. You see? They get Valentine's card, Valentine's candy, and flowers. I think she gets flowers and the whole thing. They get all of that from Christ Temple North. They may not even know it's Christ Temple North, but they wake up and they go in their rooms and they got plenty of candy and the kids have stuff and the flowers from Christ Temple North, and you all didn't even know that. You don't need to know that because you gave generously and we take it and do what we want to do with it. That's right. So you've done two things already this Thanksgiving. You fed people for Thanksgiving and you blessed people for Valentine's Day. That's a blessing. Say amen to that. Amen. All right. For when you take your gifts to those in need, it causes many to give thanks to God. And guess what? I, I, I love this. This gets exciting. They won't be thanking Christ Temple North because they don't even know if it came from Christ Temple North. They won't be thanking Pastor Fields because they don't even know what Pastor Fields is. When they look at that plate and they're out of their homes and they're sitting there with their children, there are going to be tears in their eyes thanking God for blessing them. You see? God will get the glory for what you have given somebody else. That's a wonderful thing. On Thanksgiving Day, there'll be people 
eating and thanking God and praying for God and thanking God for making a way, they'll say this, making a way out of no way. I'm in this home, but at least my children and I can eat. Thank you, God. So God is going to get the glory for what you've done. It's somebody else. That's right. Now you can't get no better than that. That's right. And the message puts it this way. If he gives you something you can, then give away which grows into full-formed lives, right. robust in God, wealthy in every way, uh -huh. so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. We, it's going to be great praise to God. Mm -hmm. They'll be praising God. Amen. Brother Kirsten, they're going to be praising God for what we have done as a church. Man, you can't get no better than that. Mm -hmm. Good dinner. Sitting at a Christmas dinner, didn't um, excuse me, Thanksgiving dinner, didn't know if they, what they were going to do. They have no, the new ones have no idea that we do this all the time. But they're not going to be praising Christ Temple North. They'll be doing, playing games and stuff. Thanking God for what you've done. Come on, Jesus. That ought to make, I mean that. When you're at that table praying, you need to say, thank you, God, for putting me in a position to give the people who will be praising you. You see. The priestly ministry you are providing through your offering not only supplies what is lacking for God's people, it inspires an outpouring of praises and thanksgiving to God himself. I mean, they're going to be given a thanksgiving and praise to God himself, a pouring out of praise. And you know some of those ladies are going to be crying. We all know that. And when they watch their kids eat, their kids having a good time eating and, and doing other things, they're going to be pouring out praises to God and thanksgiving to God for what the act of what we have done in this church. You want thanksgiving? Let me know. Mm -hmm. You see? Yep, and thanksgiving is the act of giving thanks for goods received. They're going to be thanking God for the goods that they received. That's right. Not us. We're thanking God. That's right. All right? Or acknowledgement and celebration of divine goodness. They know God, they're going to celebrate your divine goodness. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That's right. Remember that Thursday. Yeah. Remember that. That's right. Might make you cry at the table. All right. And lastly, expressing gratitude for the favors and mercies. They're going to thank gratitude to God for having mercy on my family and in our situation and circumstance. Yeah. You're feeding in us when we couldn't feed ourselves. Mm -hmm. You see? That's right. All right. I told you I wanted to take it slow because I was excited about this, and I'm still excited about it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about Christ Temple North's people taking care of their business. Amen. Amen. We're not going to be just talkers. We're going we gonna to live it. You see? Mm -hmm. In verse 13... For as your extremely generous offering meets the approval of those in Jerusalem. And, and, and that, that offering makes the approval of the highest heavens. I'm going to call I'm past Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. God approves of what we're doing in this church. He approves of what you're supporting in this church. He approves of what you're supporting those people. He approves of that. That's There's right. a song, I don't know the words, but I think God has smiled on me. Mm -hmm. I think they sing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On God smiles when you write the check. God smiles when you, put what, when you put the cash in there. I want every one of you from now on to be thinking about it. God is smiling because I'm writing this check. 
God is smiling because I'm putting this in there. You be walking around, people say, what's wrong? Say, I'm just happy God is smiling. You got to tell them what about, God is smiling on me today. God is getting glorified today. Because of my generosity, he's getting praised today. All right? And it will cause them to give glory to God, all because of your loyal support. And it, I love that. And it's going to cause them to give glory to God, all because your loyal support. Mm -hmm. Because of your loyal support. That's all right? And allegiance to the gospel of Christ. And because of the gospel of Christ. Mm -hmm. You ain't following me. I ain't write this in here. It is the gospel of Christ that you're following. And thank God, because he'll bless you. That's right. And also, as well as your generous-hearted partnership with them toward those in need. We have a partnership with those in need. We don't even know them. But we're in partnership with them. They won't be in need on this day because of you. Because of you. That's right. That makes me happy touches my spirit. You see, when I go for that walk on Thanksgiving morning, I'll be able to smile because God is smiling because of what you all are doing. When I come, come in here on, uh, uh, anytime I come into the church, I'm smiling because you all are not going to let these doors close because your generosity to God. That's right. All right? In verse 13 from the Amplified says, because of this act of ministry, which is attending to the needs of someone, giving aid or service to. All right, I love that. Because of the act of ministry. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of people calling themselves ministers. Mm -hmm. You know what minister is? That means you're ministering. And what is ministering? Yep, attending to those needs of someone. Ministering is you're attending to the needs of someone, giving aid or service to someone. That's what ministering is. Because people talk to want to tell me sometimes, I'm a minister, and I want to ask them, well, who are you helping? That's right. Because minister means I'm ministering. I'm preaching. You see, that ain't filling nobody's body, belly up. I'm preaching. That ain't clothing nobody. You see? It's when I'm ministering, and you're ministering, that closes and feeds people. That keeps these lights, it keeps this building going. That's right. All right, what else is ministry? It is also any act of service done in genuine love for the community. And it's, it's the act of doing good for the community and the body of Christ. Because you know there are Christians that are homeless. There are Christians that are in trouble right now. They're still in our community. Keep going, please. And lastly, it is representing Jesus Christ and acting as his agent. And see, we're acting as his agent when we're ministering, Brother Trevor. We're acting as his agent when we're ministering. That's right. You see? Thank you. That's Watching over each other. Mm -hmm. That's right. Lifting each other up. Yeah. Strengthening those who are around us. That's right. That's ministering. This is preaching. Yes. Ministering is helping someone. Right. A telephone call, a smile, holding the door open, yes. giving your old to somebody which is their new, mm -hmm. writing that check. Yes. yes. That's ministering. That's right. So next time somebody says, I'm a minister in my church, that's what do you do? <laughs> Cutting the grass is ministering. Yes. Cleaning the bathroom is ministering. Vacuum is ministering. It's ministering. Yeah. 
someone told, when Brother Steve came here one time, Brother Steve Burke, he's old school like me, so he talks crazy, we talk crazy when you get older, you can get that because people excuse you. So uh, he said, Pat, he's gonna cut them bushes out there. You know, I didn't, I wouldn't even know they need cut. But he wanted them looking right. He said, I'm not doing it for me, for, the, for me, I'm doing this for God. Because God wants it looking right. That's ministry. That's ministry. You see? Okay. And again, because of that act of ministry, they will glorify God for your obedience to the gospel of Christ. That's right. Which you confess, as well as your generous participation in this gift for them and for all the other believers in need. There are believers in need. Some of those ladies and some of those children are believers. You see? And guess what? Look at me, folks. And they're going to really believe in God when they sit down and get that meal. When they sit down and get the games or whatever, you're, whatever we give them, they're going to believe in God. They're going to trust God more. You see? Because of you. God will get the glory. And guess what? Some of them are going to come out of there and be successful. And they're going to do for somebody what you've done for them. All right? In verse 14, because of this extraordinary grace which God has lavished on you, they will affectionately remember you in their prayers. And say, wait a minute. They're going to remember you in their prayers. They don't know who it is, but they're going to be thanking God for somebody who put that plate or plates mm-hmm. on their table. Man, this is exciting. That's right. Wow. I'm about to finish, right? Yes. Okay. Lastly, in verse 15. Listen. Praise God for his astonishing gift, which is far too great for words. Somebody is going to praise God for the gifts. They don't have the words. They'll do it with tears. Remember that Thanksgiving Day. Somebody's praising God because of your act. Huh? Say amen to that. Is that good? All right. All right. Give God a hand clap. Yes. Remember that. And then when you're eating, just think. Well, no, I'll be there eight for some of y'all eat. Think, I know pastor is greasing on them eggs and bacon and blueberry muffins and football. What a blessing. Hey, wait a minute. Look at how God blesses you. Isn't that something? God has blessed me to be able to go buy what I want to be able to eat. I just want a package of bacon. Mm-hmm. Package of bacon. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's right. You love me this morning? Mm-hmm. Say amen That's to right. that. Amen. Pray for us. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, first we come to you just thanking you, Lord, for bringing us here today to be able to receive your message. Lord, we're asking that you let us resonate this message into our hearts, into our minds, and let us become more generous in our giving, Lord. Let us seek our hearts out to be able to minister to those others that are in need and not second-guess it, Lord, and that we not be selfish, that we just be thankful in our giving and that we continue to praise you and help those out there that need our help, Lord. We're asking, Lord, that those that are isolated or in the abuse shelter, Lord, that you uh, keep your hedge of protection around them, Lord, and 
we just thank you that we are being able to help them and minister to them, and they have no idea, but they will be able to reach out to you and thank you, and we know that that will be a blessing to them, Lord. And we're just asking, Lord, that you just touch all of us and continue to strengthen us, keep us protected, help us be smart about our choices that we're doing for this holiday. We know that maybe we might have to miss out on this year, but we know it's not forever. It's just temporary, Lord. So let us not make any silly, silly, stupid mistakes this year. We just want to get through this time and be strengthened and toughened to be able to get through and continue to receive your blessings and continue to follow your words and your steps. And this is our prayer in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. than to miss all the rest of them. That's right. Be wise. Take care of yourself and take care of others. God bless you. Right. Amen. All right, all right.